How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks here with my seasoned co-star killer, Chrissy Cullen. How's it going, Chrissy? Hey, it's going great. How are you doing? Good, good. Let's uh, start this off. So uh, this episode, this is actually our 10th episode, so we're going to go say goodbye to Chrissy after this one. Aww. But I'm sure we'll have her back. <laughs> But uh, this episode, we thought we'd have a fun one. Um, most common mistakes of uh, new training clients, as well as just gym clients that we know are starting a new program, uh, and just kind of going through what we've seen over the years. What do you uh, want? You start off, Chrissy, with some some you've seen. Okay, I think uh, one of the things is unrealistic expectations on the the length of time that it will take to get your results based on the amount of work you're willing to do. So some people might think like, okay, I want to lose these 10 pounds in four weeks. And that's great and all, but chances are it's going to take longer. So just um, just setting up expectations that are realistic. Um, uh, so another thing, uh, and typically like results usually happen with our clients, like three to six months, I would say. So if you're older, it's going to take more in the six month, maybe even a year range. But if you're a little younger and you've, you have a background where you've been doing some exercises, then three months is probably there. I, I agree with that. And it's along with those unrealistic expectations, almost every time it's someone buying a gym membership or training with one of us. So they think they've you know started the, the wheels in motion and and going on the unrealistic goals, if they're unwilling to go on a diet as well, oh man, it's going to take six months or more. (laughs) So they have to give something up to, you know, they say it's, you know, 80 to 90% nutrition. The rest is, you know, the work. So they're just taking the easy route trying to do the work. But if you're not doing the nutrition game, it's, it's kind of a lost cause. Yeah. I think, I think that goes along with like spot treatment. So some people will come to us that are new and they're like, okay, I really just want to work on slimming my inner thighs and like getting my, they call them like bat wings or pingo arms or whatever. Pelicans, I've heard. The hanging skin off your triceps. They're like, I really just want to like tone that part up and I want to work my inner thighs. And it's like, okay, you know, we can strengthen those areas with different exercises, but without like losing the body fat that surrounds those areas which is going to happen from changing your diet like you can you can have more strength and you will have more muscle but we just won't see it because you got we still have we'll have that layer of fat so spot treatment isn't really like exactly (laughs) and and pretty much everyone that whatever body part they're specifically going after that's usually every person's different but that's usually the spot that's going to be the hardest to lose. Mm -hmm. That's why they're noticing it because while the rest of their body slowly grows in fat, if they're overeating, their one uh, trigger spot is like doubling up. So, you know, mostly for girls, it's, you know, the, the legs and love handles, um, and maybe the arms. And then for guys, it's almost the same. Every, every guy is like lean and mean, except for the gut dead center. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but that's the last bit to go. Your body's going to fight you tooth and nail uh, before it lets go of that. Yeah. So. Okay. And then um, I think another thing is like planning your your eating time before and after your workouts. So I generally recommend that you eat something before your workout, maybe in, in, at least no no sooner than an hour before, um, preferably maybe like two hours before. 
So you got a little food in your system, so you're not running on empty. I know there's, you know, differences if people are, a, are on an intermittent fasting plan and all that, and that's a special case, but for generally you want to have a little bit of food in your system, um, preferably something that's healthy, not some junk like a McDonald's meal or whatever. And then um, also wanting to eat within 30 minutes after your workout, and I like to have my clients eat something that contains a good amount of protein, but also some carbs and healthy fat. So an example would be like um, a protein shake is probably the easiest thing, but also like a smoothie where you're adding berries and banana and like peanut butter and a little protein powder if you want, or like some people do chia seed pudding or like a banana and peanut butter or an apple and peanut butter. Just, um, just because right after your workout is when your body's gonna absorb a lot more of those sort of like macros than it might normally would so you got this window especially the protein so you can really like help improve your muscle recovery and strength and toning and all that yeah and if you're if you're going to be doing mcdonald's or if, i mean i've got some clients that have their thing and they are not going to give it up okay fine do that before your workout so mm-hmm. at least you can burn some of that off and then i agree with uh you know maybe even 10 minutes after your workout because mm-hmm. it's so crucial to get protein in there and i i've firmly believe in liquid protein so protein shakes and i've gone to the lengths that i just can't trust some of my clients to do that so i actually have them bring their stuff in with shaker bottles and i'll clean it and i'll take care of it and they can't leave the gym until i see them slam that shake so and i've seen mega results um, over like two months from just switching that so you know we can't always believe what our clients are telling us you know we have sometimes we have to take matters into our own hands yeah. So, well, uh, what about uh, some like form or exercises that you've seen for clients or other um, gym members? So one of the things is um, not doing like a full rep, but just doing little like half reps. So that means if you're doing a squat, you should go all the way down till your knees are bent to 90 degrees. But sometimes with newer people or people working on out on their own, you'll see them just going down maybe like halfway. So doing those half reps, same with like bicep curls, they're not fully extending their arms, they're only going like halfway down and not even all the way up. So you're not really getting the benefit of that exercise. So really learning how to do the proper full rep of each exercise. And then um, also with form, I think the biggest thing is to protect your back. So whenever you're holding weights, your knees should be slightly bent. You shouldn't have your legs locked out because that's going to put all the strain on your lower back. And then um, also with any sort of like leg exercise, when you're bending at the knee, you want your knee to be over your ankle and not over your toe. Otherwise, you're just putting all this pressure on your kneecap that will eventually cause you pain if it doesn't already turn turn in that exercise. So, so, uh, you know, everything Chrissy was just saying, like fully extending the arm on a bicep curl, you know, not snapping it. You never Mm -hmm. want to hurt your joint. So don't go all the way to where it hyperextends, but you're not using every single muscle fiber unless you go through the full motion. That's for every body part. And for, for legs, I've had some clients where just, just depending on how, how lengthy their shin is compared to their femur, their thigh, Sometimes their knee actually does go over the foot or behind it. My thing is really, you should be able to do a squat uh, facing a wall with your clo- your toes almost touching the wall and then slide down where your head ne- never actually touches the wall. 
And the other way I also uh, check is however they squat, as long as they're flat-footed and their heel or toes don't ever come up, you're pretty close to a perfect squat on there. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I mean, just going through all the exercises, I've seen, you know, some people do the pull-ups where they're completely yanking their joints out trying to get up there. They shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> they're, like, thinking they're doing CrossFit, yeah. taking pull-ups. But, <laughs> but even, even, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what else? Chest, you know, chest going all the way down on bench press. First of all, barbell bench press, unless you're doing competitions or, you know, it's really your thing. Dumbbells are just a better exercise. But, you know, if you still have to do it, probably a good idea not to go all the way down your chest. Just float it about two inches. And then doing like chest flies, trying not to go all the way down. Just yeah. just imagine the bench going out uh, to the sides the same height as, you know, what your back is on. And uh, just watching out for hyperextending some of these joints. Yeah, I, I agree with that with the benching. Um, just because that lowest point, if you do bring the bar all the way to your chest or the dumbbells all the way down to your chest, it does put the most strain on your shoulder joint. So unless you've got, you know, perfectly healthy shoulders, chances are when you're over 40, they might have had a little wear and tear that that's just going to cause some some extra strain on that. And unfortunately, usually once you sort of irritate that area it just it won't really go away so if you can avoid doing that from the get-go yeah much better off some of the some of the other movements too uh like upright rows they're not the greatest to do all the time it's okay if you're doing it every other week or maybe even a little bit longer than that but doing it like every session that you come in it's just it's just going to round your shoulders out and create more problems for your neck and and then the leg extension leg curl same with that one. A lot of physical therapists hate those because they're not a uh, closed chain, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, my theory is as long as you're just same thing, you're not doing it every session, maybe once every other week. Or if you're doing it every week, that's fine if you're not going too heavy and you can get away with it. But you need to always be doing different exercises, not only to shock your body, but give, your, give yourself a chance to heal from, you know, that exact movement. And uh, that's that's the biggest thing I see with people with home workouts yeah. is they literally do the same six exercises every other day or every day, every workout. Right. And they're the ones that have the most problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree that the issue with sort of starting a program on your own is if you're doing the same routine over and over again. And even if it doesn't cause you an injury or, you know, some pain, it will like you just eventually you'll plateau once you get used to that and that will be it you won't really like progress any results that you're trying to achieve further than further than that yeah and then and then there's like neglecting muscles you know maybe they're doing Mm -hmm. a variety but they never train their legs or they never train their back or chest and there's problems with that with overdeveloping one of the other muscle groups you know to how your posture is and your knees and ankles so and then uh like i always preach on many different episodes like we're real big into balance training no one's doing that at home and that's that's huge especially if you're over 40 so it's real cheap to go buy some discs on amazon or yeah you know sporting goods store yeah and, it, and it, even if you don't have equipment you can always just work on standing on one leg super basic if that gets easy you can stand on one leg with your eyes closed then you can progress to standing on one leg and passing a ball from one hand to the other or reaching down towards the floor on one leg and standing back up on it. So there's all kinds of ways to work on balance. You don't need tons of equipment. Having equipment does help, though, and it is something that's nice about having a trainer or going to a gym um, for that, for those particular exercises. 
Yeah, and then uh, and then there's you know the amount of reps and how heavy you're going. There's some old school trainers and even some gym owners I've met over the last ten years that they're still in that old mentality of like you know one tiny warm up uh, round and then go as heavy as you can for six to eight reps. This is the dumbest thing I've ever mm-hmm. heard and seen. Like your first your first set should be your lightest. Your second should go a little heavier, and your third and fourth if you're going to do it. Then you get to your heavier ones. And if you can't do it by that fourth set, sorry, you have to try harder next time. That's the purpose of warming your body up yeah. to get to the heavy stuff. Yeah. And your body will acclimate to it. It's called endurance training. But a lot of old school bodybuilders don't don't do that. Mm-hmm. Huge mistake. Yeah, skipping a warm up is not a good idea. You should do like five to 10 minutes of just something to get your heart rate up before you even start anything. And then Brad and I usually have our clients start with some ab exercises because they are going to be low impact on your joints and they do help heat up your body a lot before you even start your exercises. And then on top of that, when we have them start doing their circuits, we also have them doing lighter weight exercises to warm up whatever joint they're going to be using before they get into building up towards a higher size weight. And doing like 15 to 20 reps, you know, in the first couple. And if you want to go heavier, six to eight after that, that's fine. But pretty much all the clients I train is just more toning. So we're almost always doing 15 to 20 reps. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's lo- lower chance of, you know, hurting that joint. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, we talk about this a lot, but not drinking enough water, not getting enough sleep. That's going to slow your results down significantly <laughs> alcohol will slow your results down yeah. i mean myself that's my biggest uh-huh. vice so but there's ways around that yeah <laughs> and then um, consistency so a little bit better if you have a personal trainer with consistency because you have to schedule an appointment with, with them and chances are you're paying ahead of time so if you skip a workout you're basically losing money um, so it does give you that incentive to get in there um, i think it's going to be harder to be consistent if you're just training on your own, unless you're a super disciplined person. Um, but something you can do is have a workout buddy if if you want to do it on your own, because then you got at least somebody who else who's you know waiting for you to do the workout as well. That and you have another pair of eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not know you're doing something, and your your buddy can definitely see what you're doing wrong. Not that they're a personal trainer or anything, but I mean, just common sense for most of these exercises. And then, uh, you know, if a trainer is too expensive in your area, um, there's always online trainers that are like a fraction of the cost. Yeah. So you, they give you, you know, exercises to do with videos. And with Zoom, they can, you know, do a couple sessions where they see you live and check out your form and all that. But it's, it's also more just for the accountability, just like having a local trainer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I can't think of anything else. We went over nutrition. Uh, form. Personal trainers, form common mistakes exercises so yeah i think we're good well that's it that's it all right well thanks christy for being on this season with us and we'll check you out next time all right thanks for having me thanks for listening everybody all of our many 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 subscribers (laughs) so many so many all right well we'll catch you next time bye bye